0: Welcome to the Fit Femme Project Alignment Podcast. It is here that we cultivate and gather all who have been through it in fitness, relationships, careers, lifestyle changes, and unforgettable crucial life pivots trying to achieve their most sovereign selves. We're here to provide you with thought-provoking, detailed stories and information from truly fascinating men and women from all walks of life, professions, generations, and modern day sagas who speak to their rawest, darkest moments that made them the strong, decisive, humble, helpful, healing people that they are today. We ask them to hold nothing back because life is a multi-dimensional pursuit to be stronger, healthier, and more aligned mentally, emotionally, and physically. Let's go. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. As always, I love and appreciate your support. Um, And if you can't tell, we are doing this week's episode a little bit differently. I was able to sit down with a very special guest. And if you listened to last week's mini-sode, then you probably already know. But I was able to talk with my mom, actually. And I batted my little baby blues at her and asked her if she would sit down and chat with me for um, a little while about her entire story, as much as she was obviously willing to share. Um, And she's a shy person, so I was um, very elated that she agreed to do so. And um, her story is just one that needs to be shared. I've always felt this way and I really wanted to get it, you know, either recorded or written down, um, because people need to hear it. Um, she overcame 30 plus years of undiagnosed anxiety disorder, depression, and then on top of that, uh, some other health ailments that she went through and how she went about that and learned from that. And then, you know, all the doctors that she had to deal with. Um, So it was just something that I feel everybody needs to hear. Um, I hope that as you listen to this, that it's something that you can learn from, um, or find inspiring and if you know somebody that could benefit from listening to this episode then by all means please share because my mother's story is very inspiring and I just you know can't believe it <laughs> because she was a, an incredible mother through the process um, an incredible wife as well and just a, a gr- great great woman of God along those along all that too and um so her story is one that needs to be out there. So please enjoy. Let me know what you think in the Facebook group or on Instagram. But enjoy. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Water drinks not safe. Every time I start recording, like my bladder, all of a sudden is like, hey, now. <laughs> Um, okay, so, no. I just wanted to talk, obviously, about, like... Are we on air? We're on air, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> you just get closer to me. We're on air. We're live. Yeah, okay. Um, the beginning. <laughs> the beginning. You're going to um, have to talk loud. Ladder. um no okay so how would you describe like you know your experience with your I don't know I don't want to say like health over the past what 40 years Mm. 50 well I I mean
1: I think I explained this to you before I started with when I started my period you know how old are you Well, I was not in third grade. (laughs)
0: That sounds like what happened
1: to me. I know. Um, I started really early, but by the time I was like 16, yeah, 15, 16, I would kind of get episodal depression. that weren't depression, but I would just kind of look at other people and go, why are they so happy? You know, why am I not that happy? Or, you know, just kind of. calling
0: this Or was it like.
1: No, it was like, I just didn't feel like I was as Alive. happy and I would just, but then it was usually around my period. Okay. So then that just kind of... I didn't know.
0: I know you said that the other day, but like, I didn't know that at all. I
1: know. You don't know everything about me,
0: Kate. I I'm, feel like I should. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well, that's why I wanted to right. talk and get it on tape. Okay. Uh,
1: so then after I got married, uh, my marriage is kind of rough. Uh, you know, sometimes you get married and it's not quite what you expected. Um, and had four children in three years. So my body was pretty, uh, depleted
0: and, um, anyway, there was nothing major that happened before you had us, right? No. Okay. No. So were you still experiencing those A little bit. Of, um, a little bit here and there. Okay.
1: But it was after I had Tyler. Okay. You know,
0: yeah. My first How old first were you baby. when you had Tyler?
1: 25? 25, 25. Okay. Something like that. Right in there. Yeah. And he was born in 87. I had Austin in 89 and the twins in... Um, Ninety. <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> you. Yeah. You can ask. I'm right so, here. So yeah, after Austin turned one, you guys were born two weeks later, something like that. Jeez. Three weeks later. Yeah. But anyway, in in all that, and not having any help, you know, with from my husband at the time or any family, uh, I pushed myself. I know I did because I wanted to do everything. And make sure you guys were taken care of, and enjoy, and, and um, yeah. you know, help, still serve my husband. And um, but I uh, experienced a—I I could tell my something was changing. And it was um, like it, like chemically or hormonally, like in your not brain? Not chemically. I now I would know that, oh. but at that time I didn't have a clue. Right. But I just realized that everything was stressing me out. Like your your you guys playing was starting to stress. You know the noise or uh,
0: like being overstimulated. Yeah,
1: okay. and I do remember that. And then <clears throat> about a week later, I was doing dishes. At We're the all sink.
0: born at this time.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you were three. Oh, okay. it was nineteen ninety three. Okay, you were three, and um, or actually you were two. We were going into into the threes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, anyway, and something just snapped in my brain. I could feel something, like just, jolt. Uh-huh. And um, and that was the beginning of it. It was I I from that point I I had to stop doing dishes. My heart was racing. I felt like somebody injected me with, like, speed or epinephrine. Adrenaline or something? Yes, yes. Oh. And I um, pretty much fell on the floor and rolled up in a ball. And I couldn't, and just all that, um, it was a, a panic attack, but right. I had no idea. Right. And nobody else did either, you know. So um, I uh, stopped sleeping for a very long time. From that moment? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's when a lot of my sleeping issues started. Oh man.
0: So like would like when you stopped sleeping, like you would only sleep like one or two hours a night or literally not sleep.
1: Uh some nights not no sleep at all. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I went for about a week with absolutely no sleep.
0: Afterwards, from that moment, like uh-huh. that that yeah. following week because
1: what I did after I had that panic attack, I need I felt like I needed to get rid of this energy, energy yeah. that was just like <clears throat> i don't even know how to describe it but I, I for people it, who yeah. have panic have had panic attacks they understand they that get it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, but I, my body didn't come down from the panic attack oh, boy. well usually when you have a panic attack you will experience it and then your body will kind of return to normal but my mind did not return to normal so I ran around the block. I don't know how many times. <laughs> no, I was, you know, I ran around the block. And Maybe. I oh, I felt so good. I mean, it was like my brain was clear. And, but I was just full of even more energy. Oh, it like
0: triggered even more of it. Yeah.
1: So then after that, I didn't sleep. Ooh. But it was after about two weeks of this not sleeping. Um, I couldn't take care of you guys anymore. And I, I called... Your dad at that point and said, "You have, I, you have to come and take me to the doctor. I can't do. I can't do anything. Um, I can't do anything." So, he did, and it was like, <laughs> she did want me to go see a
0: psychiatrist. Which did you go to your just like general doctor, or yes. you just went to the ER? No, oh, I, I went to the general. my
1: general doctor because okay. she said I could come right in. Okay, yeah, at that. Day and age. In the 90s. You could get a same-day appointment, yeah. (laughs) And um, even with psychiatrists and stuff like that, it didn't seem like it was hard to get in. But she did have me go see a therapist, and, you know, it just didn't... It wasn't from anything in my past. It wasn't from any...
0: She's thinking it's like trauma or something. Yeah,
1: and it was something went wrong in my brain. Right. It was was, uh, medical. It wasn't emotional. And because I didn't have anything that I
0: was—you can't define it. No,
1: not at all. And because I told her stuff in my past, but it wasn't no trauma whatsoever. But anyway, um, so um, from there, I saw a psychiatrist, and he—the first question he asked me was, "You know, what about your sex life?" And I'm like, "This is not about anything." (laughs) was just so frustrated he was asking me all these questions that had nothing to do with what I experienced and um and did have me try a couple things but medications yeah oh. and uh, they were making my face distort like do weird things and
0: um do you yeah. remember what those medications were
1: one was <clears throat> budesonite budesonite I can't remember or really what they were f-
0: meant for
1: I was under the impression depression at that time, but now I know I was not really experiencing depression. And I know they can go hand in hand, but I was experiencing um, anxiety, Mm -hmm. anxiety, panic disorder. Now I know that, but nobody really had a coined phrase for panic disorder at that time.
0: Yeah.
1: And um, anyway, from that moment, I, I know my mom did come. Granny came. Yeah and stayed with me for 2 months and at that time she told me her mom had experienced very similar symptoms okay. and ended up passing away in what we would call a mental institution now really back in the 40s you didn't they, know that no well, yeah so they put my grandma she put her, they put her in a in a, was called the regional center and she uh, passed away in there and i this is my theory Back then, they would give people shock treatments. Yeah. And I'm thinking, if you're having anxiety, (laughs) you get a a shock treatment on top of that. Anyway, I think she ended up having like a heart
0: attack or or something like that. How long was she in there for? Do you know?
1: I really don't know, but she died there. And and once they took her there, Granny never Never saw her 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 again. Oh, that's so sad. I know. It is
0: very sad. Wow. I've heard of that. Yeah.
1: My mom didn't experience... She said she experienced a little bit, you know, the depression thing, but they just gave her Valium at the time. (laughs) And (laughs) My sister, I won't say her name, um, also, not to the degree I had it, but, you know, later in life she told me that, you know, she was also on medication. So it was more generational.
0: DNA um, stuff. So that kind of started putting the pieces together for you? Yeah. 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 Yeah,
1: it wasn't just... You're crazy. My circumstances, you know, and, and they, they could have added to it because right. my body was totally probably depleted, and I was, you know, I was stressed in, in the, just in the I sense mean,
0: that... I raising four
1: kids. Right, and kind of by myself in a way. I mean, I didn't have to work, but just the stress of the money, you know, issue, relationship issue, and, and yeah. having four children, and... Um, but it was my dream, and I loved it, so I mean, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't change anything, but um, but through all this, I have to mention this, but through all this, yeah. the Lord was so faithful. He really was, and just, because um, when I couldn't sleep, I would stay up, and I'd, I would just find all the scriptures I could on joy, on peace, on healing, and I would just write them down and, and just, I don't know, meditate on them, and it... It got me through that. You know, I know some Christians said, Well, you have so many health problems for a Christian. And I was like, What? No, no, they did. And I would say, No, you know, I probably was gonna experience this whether I'm a Christian or not. And I am so thankful that I have Jesus in my life to help me through the hard times. We're all gonna have hard times. Yeah. It's just life. It's just it's the world. Somebody said that to you. (laughs) Well, people say all kinds of yeah. things, you know, whether Christians they're Christians or non-Christians. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, some people just don't have any filters to. That's right. Yeah. Realize it's not appropriate, but. Um, how was Dad through all of that? He wasn't around. Yeah. Because he, I he worked say, a lot, I hate but. to say this, but he did say it. he did not want me to tell anybody about it, which made it yeah. even more stressful. Like it was something that was shameful. It was something that was secret. And so getting back to the medication part of it, what ended up happen- happening for the next 16 years was she gave me a heavy dose of sleeping pills, which was Dalmane at the time, which was a very, almost very borderline dangerous type of sleeping pill.
0: So not a narcotic, but could almost be? Yeah, or? Okay. yeah
1: it could be. very. It was very addictive. Uh, it was it Ben's. Isn't benzodiazepine family. And okay. then she also gave me Xanax, which everybody knows about Xanax. Yeah. So, I mean, I took a lot of it to get to sleep. And at times I thought maybe I took too much. But um, sometimes it didn't work. That's wild.
0: Yeah. I and mean, your own body wouldn't, like, take it.
1: Yeah. Anyway, it, but it got me through... Sixteen years? <laughs> Sixteen years. Oh my gosh, wow. Yeah, and I didn't ever go see anybody, didn't do anything like that. You know, I was just, I just, I just handled what that could do for me at that time.
0: So, you just kind of accepted your fate, basically. Oh
1: well, yeah, and I mean, I had so many other things going on. Um, you know, I did have, and I don't want to get too deep into this, but... Just recently about a year ago or so I did a gene testing. You did you tell me about this? What? Did you tell me this? I think I did. Okay. I think I did. And it was um because I was reading and listening to a podcast by Dr. Ben Lynch on um it's called MTF. Oh, the yeah, mutation mutation. It's a methylation mutation. So MTHFR gene mutation a lot of people have it but what it means is your body cannot methylate vitamin B like
0: produce it or like absorb it, absorb
1: it. Absorb okay. it and uh, because our foods are so highly enriched with fake chemical vitamins most of the time your body like that sourdough bread probably has enriched flour in it
0: yeah <laughs>
1: Throw it away right now. But anything that's enriched (laughs) usually means you have folic acid, you have all these other vitamins that could be lab-made, not food-based. Yeah. So as having that gene, you can have up to four mutations within that one gene. There's so many genes. Right. His book...
0: um, I think I have
1: it. Yeah, I I told you to get it. It's very good. But he he goes through all the major genes and and gives you guidance as to symptoms of being having mutations within those genes and then what to do about it. Okay. So that's kind of that kind of gave me some guidance also. but I did end up having one mutation in that particular the MTHFR genes. So I stopped eating enriched flowers, stopped eating anything that um, had folic acid in it and um, started taking methylated B12, methylated, a folate a year ago yeah a couple years ago right anyway so going back um i think that had a lot to do having that gene mutation had a lot to do with a lot of the health issues that i did have okay um during that 16 years just during my lifetime your life basically yeah because you're born with it right okay yeah it doesn't just evolve you're you're born with it so um yeah I mean I within that time I was still my body still was under a lot of stress because I wasn't treating the problem. Right. Yeah. I wasn't treating the problem. I wasn't changing my diet. I wasn't you know managing your it. External being, I wasn't on the right medication either for it because okay. yeah, I mean I guess in a way my body I was just numbing everything down so so low that my nervous system and my uh, neurotransmitters, you know,
0: were kind of non-active. I don't, I don't know. How was it, um, you know, during that 16 year period being a mom, you know, like, cause I, I, when I tell people like, you know, a little bit of your story, I just say like, I had no idea. My mother kept it together, if you will. And we had a great childhood. We had fun. My mom was happy and healthy and, Mm You like hit it so well. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, what, like raising us, like, what was going on inside of you at that time? You know what I mean. I just wanted to be a mom.
1: Yeah, that was my. And when you have a dream of doing something, you know, some people want to be a great singer or whatever. You push yourself, yeah. to do that because that is well. It, it was my calling. It was my uh, my mission field. I, I don't know how to say it. It was what. I dreamt of doing ever since I was a kid. I wanted to be a mommy. Aww. And I wanted three boys and a girl and the Lord gave
0: me three boys and a girl. I mean, you know. <sighs> Wait, it was I don't know if I knew that. Yeah. So um, I keep saying I'm going to have twin boys, so maybe that'll happen. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: But um, I don't I don't
1: know. I was the strength of of uh, the Lord in me just, you know, cast trying to cast my care on him because he says he'll help me carry the burdens that I have to carry in this life and um, it was, I can't, I mean it wasn't easy. Oh yeah. But I don't look the only thing I regret when I look back is that I was uh, struggling so much with with my health you know, because I think there's things I thought, oh I could do that better or whatever. Right. But um, so then in you know you you remember the next one that i had <laughs> the 2006? next episode yeah 2006 i had a hysterectomy yeah. yeah because of a fibroids in my um large very large fibroids in my so they uterus. weren't tumors
0: or they were just not they were cancerous. like
1: well, fibroids are a type of tumor but they're oh, just okay. a fibrous tumor they're not
0: um how did you discover that
1: uh, laying on my bed and you could see them. Really? Yeah. Like, did you look
0: almost pregnant or something?
1: No, but they, they were lumpy, you know, and I could see them from really? my, in wow. my abdomen and I, well, I would push on them on my, and it got to the point where, because we never had insurance. That was very stressful.
0: <laughs> I could never go to the doctor. That's so my dad's mentality. Get over it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Great health have, advice. You know, pops.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: So uh, it was hard. I I would feel them and they were very hard and then it started impeding my urinating. It was pressing on my like urethra or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And and then I thought, oh gosh, I don't want to have you know like do damage. Oh. And so I went and they said, you know, we probably I don't know if they asked to take my ovaries or not. I really don't remember. But they ended up taking my ovaries. They just took it all. Yeah. I was... So that put me into menopause, you know, right
0: away. And, and that was just the icing on the cake, Yeah, That right? was just the
1: beginning, yeah. <laughs> uh, so the medication that I was using stopped working. The I, sleep medic. Which medication? The sleep medication, okay. the Xanax. None of it worked anymore. Okay. And after I had the operation, I was laying in bed, and you know, after recovery and everything. And after all the drugs had gotten out of me, of yeah. whatever they give you, pain medication. And I noticed my heart was thumping. And I told them, I said, my heart's just thumping really hard. They said, oh, that, you know, maybe you're low in iron or this or that or the other. And um, they tested me. and They said, oh, no, you're not low in iron. So they didn't really care. That was it. Care. <laughs> Yeah. And I went home and it was a couple days later that once again I, you know, had that same experience of you know, the panic. Panic attack? Uh, Yeah, panic. And it was the nonstop panic and it Another So I went to you know, it's so it was so hard to get in to see a psychiatrist. Um, cause you know, your PCP automatically says I I don't, can't handle this. You need to see a psychiatrist. Yeah. So, um, I was so frustrated that I couldn't see anybody. I just took somebody that I had could get a same day appointment.
0: You just needed somebody right <laughs> then and there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean,
0: anybody would anyway, have done that. Yes. Yeah. You're,
1: you're desperate. Yeah. I'm calling friends, asking, or I, I only had one friend at that time. That was the other thing. I didn't have a group, a, a support group, because when, sometimes when your marriage is struggling, you kind of isolate yourself. Yeah. Because you don't really know what's going on here. So, how can I, how can I, I don't want anybody to know.
0: I, Plus, I know. you're still listening to what dad told you. Like, right, don't really right. talk about this. Yeah. And,
1: and for, this the, doesn't look good for the us. family that I came, that he, he had, that was a sign of weakness. Right to have all these health struggles, yeah. and it was it, and I did feel a lot of shame from having so many health struggles from from the Bundy that side of down. the family. We don't
0: have to say their name. Well, mom, we're talking about my family. <laughs> just, the people are going to put it together. It's fine.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, and not everybody. It was select people within the family, you know, and you know, just. You know, like
0: get over it. Get over it. You know, you can to, handle it. You yeah. know,
1: it's wrong with you. You know, why can't you do that?
0: And um, <clears throat> so anyway, that was something you. Yeah. you know, I know, you, Grandma was particularly hard on you. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't yeah. want to. It's okay. Yeah. She's in heaven now. Yeah, I know, so. and she's she was a very um, loving person. No, <laughs> <laughs> she was a very intense uh-huh. woman, yeah. and. Um, German and grew up like we grew up in the Midwest, so mm-hmm. the mentality was work. <laughs> yeah, get I mean over they it were all farm work. families, yeah. and she grew up in the Great Depression, so like mm-hmm. you just you, you don't face your problems, you get through it. Mm-hmm. And just get yeah, over. She it. had an
1: alcoholic father. Yeah, she was the oldest daughter, so she basically the mom worked. Her mom Edith worked, so she raised the kids. Yeah, and I think she did not like that, and oh, she was yeah. very bitter about having having to do that, but. Yeah. Yeah. Grandma was a little scary, so I get it. (laughs) I know, I know. So and I'm kind of this quiet, timid person and you know felt, you know, overwhelmed by by the family sometimes, um, let alone my husband. Um but anyway, so in two thousand six once again I was at the same point, but this time the psychiatrist I went to told me I just had to go cold turkey off of the sleeping pills and the Xanax that I couldn't have them and I needed to just kind of detox or not detox but you know right and that was probably the stupidest thing really? you would ever do for anybody after I'm talking now when I after I saw her later you know I saw another doctor and he said that's you could cause someone to have a heart attack, heart failure, um, because these drugs are so intense. Yeah. It's just like meth,
0: just like cocaine. You don't just stop, right. you, even though they weren't doing anything for you at that time. It was still right. Very, your body doing need, was still
1: yeah, yeah, was
0: used to having it. Okay. So um, she basically, told you to go cold turkey. And cold you did. turkey,
1: and I did. Oh my goodness. So um, that was. It was just, I mean, I don't want to say hell, but it was
0: pretty was, darn close. Yeah. Well, like what was going on? Like what was, was happening? once again, no sleeping, I no sleeping,
1: that. heart racing, pacing at night while everybody else is sleeping. Um, I didn't feel like I could breathe. I was hearing music that wasn't
0: there. <laughs> it was music and it was worship music. So that's good. Wait, did she, so you went cold Turkey. Did she put you on anything else or you just no medication? No, not at Nothing. first. Okay. No. Mm -mm. So uh, you're hallucinating, basically. Well, I didn't
1: hallucinate with my eyes, but I could, I would just go, I know that Darlene Check is not singing in this room. (laughs) I don't think anybody else has music on in the house, you know? And so that freaked me out, you know? And um, I
0: I can't remember some of the other things, but it was very... I remember, this may have been later on, but, you know, I was in high school and I do, side note regret not being a better daughter magnet. then. I mean I was a kid yeah. but you no, know. No I know. You're going through like such a difficult time. Because I, like, I would walk into your room and you'd just be staring at the wall. Yeah. Well you know, I'd laying in bed. <clears throat> well yeah laid in or bed. Or on
1: the couch. that couch Being just bed. a zombie. Yeah. 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 And so that was, that was little, yeah. Okay. So when I went off when all, all that medication. Okay. No. Well it was not too far away but okay. when I went off the medication um, once again I couldn't watch TV, I couldn't really talk to anybody, I couldn't eat, you know, just basically what somebody would be going through in rehab Mm. if you went cold turkey, Mm -hmm. you know. So, uh, I went back to her, and, you know, she was almost mad at me for not being able to get through it, and it's like, once again, it's like, I'm sorry, but, you know, so she goes, well, I think you're bipolar. Oh. This is when the bipolar thing started, and I'm like, what's bipolar, you know? had never heard of it. No. And, and she described it to me, you know, extreme mood changes. And I said, that is not me. He's that's the opposite. not me. Yeah, I mean, I don't yell and scream and then, you know, or have these oh.
0: manic episodes. Yeah. And, yeah.
1: I've never had them ever <clears throat> anyway, but she was just positive. So she put me on one of them and that's when I still wasn't sleeping, but I started feeling like zom- a zombie. zombie. Okay. Yeah. It was, anyway. What? Um, I just took myself off of it. Um. I mean, I, I don't know how many weeks I was on it. I can't remember. It started with it now, but my glands started swelling, and um, anyway, so once again, she was upset with me, and I said, "I'm not sleeping. I, I you, I, I'm, I'm gonna die if yeah. I don't get some sleep. I mean, this is, you know, I, I remember sleeping for like
0: five minutes, and then oh be like, my gosh,
1: I think how long was that, and I look.
0: That wouldn't make you, anybody, obviously, go mad. Right, right. Absolutely mad. Yeah, I
1: mean, you can only go with, without sleep for so long. So, um, that was. Anyway, she gave me a, a medication called trazodone, and she had me taken up to 10, 15 pills, and I was getting all confused. How many did I take? And, oh. and uh, you know, <laughs> that, that was just, a sleeping medication. It was supposed to help with anxiety and sleep. Okay. And it didn't do anything.
0: <laughs> I know. It did it. So it made you like confused and yeah. like what it just was happened. Just,
1: <laughs> so, anyway, I was sitting in the rocking chair. You know, I'd got I think I'd lost like 20, 25 pounds. I don't know. You were. I was very thin yeah. in the 120s, you know. Yeah. So I was, I was very thin. And, um, you know still couldn't have communication or anything I mean I just couldn't I could get in the hot, hot tub and have a panic attack I'd do the lawn try to do the laundry and I'd have a panic attack you know it was just constant and uh so um I sat I was sitting in my rocking chair looking out the window as I did every day
0: <laughs> like you're in your, your nursing <laughs> <know>. home
1: like <laughs> and it's funny now but at the time I, and I just said Lord Jesus i know I need your help. What, what, what is your plan here? What do you want me to do? And I had that an inclination to open the phone book because we still had phone books. This, and, yeah, this was two thousand six. Yeah, yeah uh huh. And I looked up because I had called so many clinics, mental health clinics, and appointments three months out, you know, six months out, and um, they said, oh and i called chi mental health right Uh, oh we're not in nebraska (laughs) you know what that is well i mean people aren't just listening to this yeah yeah, it's a hospital system (laughs) yeah and 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 so anyway they said oh we have a new clinic opening right down the street from you and you can get an appointment this thursday and i was
0: thinking god oh my
1: lord i was you know so so thankful and um I walked into Dr. Cadre's office and had a major panic attack. Oh,
0: like <laughs> even when timing, I, right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah.
1: And, um, you know, so he gave, I think he gave me Xanax or something. I was like, just take one, go to the restroom, you know, just, just calm yourself, you I'm know, come cry. back. <laughs> and, um, and dad did go with me because I couldn't drive. Okay. I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't drive anywhere by myself. Um, and then he said, Has anybody given you a diagnosis? And I'm like, No. I said, The only thing I know is that I they tried bipolar medication. I went, you know, cold turkey, boom. and so he was almost angry at this other psychiatrist. He wanted to know her name. Her name was Kay Schilling. <laughs> 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 I wonder if she still has her mouth. I don't think so. I don't know. It, and he wanted to know her name and her you know, the name of her practice. He said, I'm I'm Gonna, gonna turn report, her in yeah. Her yeah, yeah for how he treated what I had so anyway within five minutes he gave me a diagnosis uh, of like panic panic yeah. disorder um
0: god and,
1: like... I know <laughs> I know
0: and, <laughs> it's relieving but like really yeah. Like, all this time all
1: this suffering yeah um and he put me on a colonopin which is in the benzodiazepine family he just told me I'd been on a benzodiazepine so long that um, a small, I just needed a small dose just to. Um, I don't know. He, he explained start. it well. Yeah, just not. My body was pretty dependent on it, and okay. you know, if I wanted to continue to go through Would you? more of the trials, I, could, I probably could have. But I, I, I think I tried for a while, and it, and I wasn't. It it's still something wasn't right. I was doing better. I could talk and. But, you know, the sleeping aspect still wasn't quite there. And and he said, let's just do a small amount of Klonopin. And so I got on uh, what now is called Remeron. And they kept me on the trazodone that she had me taking, a very small dose. To taper you off of it? No, I I stayed on trazodone. He said trazodone and mirtazapine together, or Remeron together are going to work better than either one of them by themselves oh. and then with a little bit of the pin, I mean within two or three weeks I remember going to the store with you and driving and and you know being able to engage and then yeah. I remember grandma died and her yeah. funeral and you know I was able to go and uh, I mean that was two to three weeks out from okay. three months of yeah hell you know so I I that was great so, <laughs> fast forward uh, to 2020, I hit, COVID hit, and my um, medication yeah. stopped working.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, so I once again, really yeah, once again, kind of, you were zonked out a lot. The yeah. same
1: thing happened. You know, panic started when I had COVID. Um, yeah, my medication wasn't working, and they experimented me on me once again with bipolar medication. Gr-
0: really I don't remember
1: did you her name was Ann Hoffer
0: (laughs) you don't want to say my own family's name but you call out these bad talkers. I do
1: I kept I argued with her I said I am not bipolar just take it just take it did you no what she prescribed it this is funny um she prescribed it and um it's called Sarah Quill or something like that. And David's over there on the couch and I'm arguing with her on My the phone. My mother has since
0: been remarried. Yeah. So. <laughs> yes.
1: Yes, I have. And he's amazing. Yeah. He's an amazing husband. We love Dave. Yes, we love Dave. Um, and uh, he's getting mad at me because I was arguing. He goes, Sally, just take the damn medication. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, yeah, call it in. $120. And I told David, you go pick it up and you read that instruction thing front to back. Right. And he, he's a detailed guy, so he of read everything. The, uh,
0: side effects? Yeah,
1: well, everything. Yeah. yeah, what it's for, what it has in it, you know, side effects. So and he... he looked up after what an hour of reading this these pamphlets, <laughs> <laughs> and he said, "There's no way in hell you're taking this medication." Oh. And I said, "Thank you." Yeah. I, he needed to read that, you know. I yeah. mean, and what can happen if you're taking it and it's not, you know, what can you know the side effects of it were. Horrible, just like I experienced already. So I got rid of Ann Hoffer and was able to get in right away with um, a doctor. Well, oh, they also experimented on me with Zoloft, which what does that do? cause more panic for me? What was it meant for? What is Zoloft to treat the panic? Oh, yeah, that's backwards. <laughs> it is. It is. And she kept telling me, and this was my PCP. She kept telling me, just, just you know, keep it takes a while for zoloft to work and 3 months in i'm like how long are we talking? you know i am having vibrations at night in my body i'm not sleeping um, i'm having more panic i i'm the same same thing it was not helping me and it was making it worse but you know you try to do what they're telling you to do and so finally i turned myself in <laughs>
0: I'm an, sadly, I'm an alcoholic.
1: <laughs> I went to uh, Cur, uh, Wait, Clarkson oh. uh, Psychiatry Emergency Department. Okay. And I told David I'd gone two weeks straight without sleeping at all. Oh, my gosh. Because um, sometimes I would get a little bit of sleep at night. But m- my brain would be doing these jumping around, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I went to what we call a med center. Um, psychiatric med center and they lock everything is locked down I had to take all my clothes off put on these jumpsuits like you're in prison give them all my stuff rings everything mom I and, don't did you tell me this I don't know I don't I guess not <laughs> my mother turned herself
0: into a psych ward I did
1: I did I told David drive me or David yeah I told David drive me down there I'm I'm checking myself in and if I just I want to stay somewhere, but it wasn't the place where you could stay. It was just an emergency department. Oh, so I was hearing all these other people screaming and yelling. <laughs> know, so. And I'm just sitting there. My <laughs> I had doped myself up on enough Klonopin yeah, to where my body could if I would have taken a boatload of kilanopin, I would have been fine, but it it's not it's not healthy it, and I would never do that to myself yeah. but I did it for that one day so that I can make it through and um they then they put you in this really nice room quiet so it's not a padded calming. cell oh no <laughs> it was it was kind of like almost a spa area in the okay. basement but it yeah. was still police escort you know and just Mom. I know it was weird it's kind of weird I'm like oh gosh I give you but, <laughs> <laughs> so um I had like three doctors come in and talk to me. Yeah, and I explained absolutely everything at the same time they were there. Yeah, okay. yeah, because their theory is one person doesn't isn't going to know what to do, so they have three. I guess two smart. to three yeah. doctors come in and discuss a case, and then figure out the best treatment for that person. And um, they said, um, anybody in your family have this? And I said, yeah, my sister. And they said, what what medication is she on? nobody ever asked me this and I said well Lexapro and they said well, we're gonna do that because usually a DNA you follow your DNA oh. and it's your DNA is very similar so what helps her is probably gonna help you so they took me off a of Zoloft because of all the horrible things in there um, yeah you know, once again we're like how long have you been on this like why did they keep you on this for such a long time I mean you know yeah <laughs> doctors um, and so I went home and, and, you know, slowly, uh, you know, let it build up in my system and, and, um, thank you, Jesus, you know, it worked.
0: Yeah. And, uh, then, so you know, that was but, a, uh, that was triggered because you've got COVID and then, yeah. And a lot of people and that took like, a year. yeah,
1: yeah, I was, it was a lot. Well, then I ended up getting melanoma, you know, oh, yeah. two times and that was, I you know. <laughs> yeah yeah
0: um so i kind of i know you don't want to talk ill of dad my father but that's okay (laughs) yeah (laughs) because like yes this was like the series of events that happened but you know in the 2006 era episode like what was it like back then with dad he
1: wasn't around
0: yeah he
1: wasn't around I mean, I remember one night he did come in and check on me because I had overdosed I was on just trazodone. Yeah. yeah, and that yeah, that next morning you came in and gave me a yeah.
0: I a wanted back row. okay, so like yeah, you overdosed on the sleeping medication. No,
1: it was it wasn't a sleeping medication. Sorry, the trazodone. It's so hard to keep track. I know. I know. Um, trazodone is an is supposed to be an anti anxiety medication that is supposed to help you sleep.
0: Yeah, I remember you telling me that like you had because you were so desperate to sleep. Mm-hmm. And so you overdose, like probably anybody I mean, would.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't even remember how many pills I took. Just, I mean, I was no, I. It, she said I could take up to ten. Really? Yeah. That Sounds like a lot. It was. I, I know. Mean, it is. Yeah, but they were only like fifty milligrams per thing. thing. Yeah. So some people can take up to two to three hundred milligrams of this drug. I don't, and I, you know, I was like, so. It, but anyway, the, the effect is the next morning. Even though I didn't really sleep, my body was—I couldn't move.
0: Well, during the—I think I remember you telling me that you know after you had overdosed, you you kind of like were scared because you felt like this was it. Kind right? of, yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, I didn't know if my heart was going to stop because I I noticed that I couldn't really move my body. Oh, I couldn't move my you know my arms and stuff. It was like, and I had called Granny mm-hmm. to come over because I. You know, I was couldn't hardly move off the couch after I took it. And I made it to the bed. And then,
0: anyway, the next morning... Well, hold on. You're skipping. Oh, sorry. Because, <laughs> like, Dad had walked in. Didn't you start, like, yes. a countdown? I remember you telling me, like, if if Timothy doesn't come in here in, like, 30 seconds... Oh. like you've... Oh, no, I, was, I prayed.
1: Oh. No, I said, Lord, I need someone to come in and, and just check on me, like... You know, and like, oh, I needed something to eat. Oh, okay. I could tell that I was shaking because I I hadn't eaten anything, and you know, I was just getting you know, my blood sugar was low or something like that, yeah. and I was I felt like I was going to pass out. Oh, okay. And it was like three o'clock in the morning, and Timothy just got home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, and um, came in, and I asked to get him. To get me one of those shakes alive. What are those what are those shakes the, called? Uh uh,
0: yeah. uh. Anyway. I know it this the, yeah. pro, the Protein meal shake. replacement yeah. ones. Yeah. Um Slim Fast.
1: Yes, yeah. and that's all I really I could I was eating yeah. at that time. I was just drinking stuff like that. And and so then I felt, you know, some relief. But after you gave me the massage the next day, yeah. I remember sleeping really good I remember
0: that very clearly because I was 16 and I was like what am I going to do with my life (laughs) (laughs) and I was contemplating about doing massage therapy and I remember you know like because I remember a couple times just like laying in bed and watching old movies with you Mm. and keeping my mommy company (laughs) Mm. Uh, but I do remember just giving you a little foot rub Mm. and uh you were, like, laying there, like, propped up, like, oh, I can feel that in my arms. Oh, yeah. I Like, oh, and I was like, oh. And, like, yeah. I just remember that, like, yeah. that imprinted on me. I was like, I want to do this for everybody. Like mm-hmm. the, It was, like, my sign from God that this is what you mm-hmm. were going to do for mm-hmm. at least the next 12 years. <laughs> right. Yeah. Hey. Um. But mm-hmm. I do remember that, and I felt so happy and proud. It was like, I helped my mom, yeah. and, like, she... Benefited from it and all that. Like, yeah, I do remember it was, that.
1: It was. It was a kind of like a turning point in a sense, just because I did get one night of good sleep. <laughs> you know, and your brain was like. I hey. had a little bit of yeah. hope. Yeah, but I think it was shortly after that is when I ended up getting rid of that psychiatrist. Okay. and moving on to and Dr. this was Cordray.
0: like. I do kind of want to bring this up. This was around the time when Dad started his affair, right? Yeah, and it was just like. Good timing because like you don't have the energy to be like, why are you getting home at three a.m. Like,
1: <laughs> no, no, no. I, Did
0: you you had no?
1: Not then. I was. Idea. I didn't. I couldn't even think of that until. Yeah. Um, it was probably two thousand eight, two thousand nine. That, you know. Anyway, I don't what? know if you want me to go into yeah. all that. Oh, okay. Well, you know. It's not really public information, but I just noticed that, you know, he was always gone at night, getting up early in the morning and leaving at like 5.30, and he had, didn't have to be to work till 8. And, you know, asking him about it, you know, I'd call Nebraska Furniture Mart, and he wouldn't be there. I'd drive around to bars and see if his truck was there, and maybe I'd walk in and see him with somebody, but, um, you know. He would, you know, he had a a bunch of excuses, you know, just like anybody who's having an affair, they, you know, just make up stuff. And I'm probably a pretty trusting person. You are. And I want to think the best of people, because that's what scripture asks us to do. Um, But yet, I had a feeling that he probably was, because he had had an affair earlier in our marriage. And he treated, yeah, he treated us differently. Me treated, and you, no treated the family differently. Oh, okay. He would, would be very easily irritated. Yeah, Dad you know, did have a temper. Kids, <laughs> kids, you know. And, yeah. Or you know, you know, why are you doing that? You know, and he was a kind of harsh person anyway. Yeah. But
0: it was exaggerated. And, and you're wondering this is a little out of yeah, character.
1: Yeah. I didn't want to be around the family. and He loved his kids. Yeah. You know. Anyway, so that started happening again, and I I did ask him point Blank, I said, Are you having an affair? And he said, No, oh, you know, guy, change the subject. Why would you? Yeah. yeah, so uh, you're like, Okay, so then it was what 2011? I think it was 2011. Yeah, he kept it going for quite some time, yeah, it was 2011. Because I had just
0: gotten married, yeah, and like, fresh newbie
1: wife, <laughs> that's right. 2010, and I remember
0: when it all went down because I just moved away, right? When yeah. it all happened,
1: yeah, I got a call from the one of, one of my sons, you know your brother, and told me what was going on and anyway, so I knew he wouldn't the, admit had to uh, it yeah no, no no he he did admit to it because I waited
0: <coughs>
1: sat in a chair all day for about six, seven hours, you know just praying thinking, okay Lord, what you, you know how do you want me to handle this and, and he, so when he came home, you know, he could tell something was wrong, you know, mm-hmm. and so I just said, Hey, you know, I got a call, you know, you're having an affair. And, oh, he was like so relieved, really? Yeah, oh, it just like, oh man, I've been wanting to tell you
0: for the past eh. six, seven years, yeah, yeah right. something like that. And um, that's anyway, wild because, that, like, that whole conversation was um, very strange, why. It was just. um, Oh, I think I remember, because it was like he was like trying to say like I'm a loyal person still like. No. Like really contradictory. No,
1: it was more like. I I don't
0: know if I should say
1: all this. Um, Just made it seem so light and like you know he'd just gone to the grocery store and oh yeah you know I've been having this affair. And so, anyway, not yeah. to get into too many details, uh, you know, I I was the one who left the house yeah. because I knew he, he wouldn't do that. But um, yeah, that was that yeah that was a lot because you were gone. Todd was married. Ryan was still living in the house, or we had lost the house by then, and was, we had moved to an apartment. So, um, which was a blessing because we had gone through all of our stuff.
0: Oh yeah, yeah,
1: we had gone through everything, gotten rid of you know, and so we had to compact our lives into moving into an apartment, you know, yeah. because we could no longer afford the house that we raised you guys in, you know, the second part of your life or happier, yeah, teenage life. But so that was that was good, and um, I was very thankful. My mom was in a assisted living place and I moved in with her. <laughs> <laughs> with this little 500 square foot thing with, you know, 80 year old, 90 year old. Yeah. You know.
0: um, and but, at this time, it, it all that going down health wise, like you were really, really stable. Yeah. And clear. Uh, yes. Thank God.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yes, I was. And, and, you know, I'm very thankful that I didn't have any issues with with that between these kind of like tra- um, extreme traumatic events you know yeah. that happened and then in between oh you know i mean their health struggles but they weren't related to the panic disorder the other thing that the doctor did tell me um, the la- very last doctor that i haven't been with lately he was explaining to me what what panic disorder is and how it operates and just that your neurotransmitters um you know there's supposed to be a a, A connection like an electrical connection yeah between these um, neurotransmitters but what happens when people have panic or maybe maybe some other type of mental illnesses i don't know is they fire incorrectly okay they're like misfire and that's how i would be getting the like they Mental? call them brain vapes. They call oh. them brain vapes. That's what they're called. I would feel like I'd, I'd almost like I passed out for just that long. And then I'd be like. Really? Oh, that.
0: It is weird.
1: Yeah. And they were major. They were major brain vapes to where... That's such a crazy term. <laughs> I know. I mean, I didn't even know they were a thing, but... I didn't I until had, now. I had David look it up. I said, what is going on with my brain? You yeah. know, This is 2020, that it was very noticeable. I know it was happening before during my other episodes, but... Um, and he goes, yeah. So I always thought, oh, I'm crazy. I'm a crazy person. I have mental <laughs> disease. I have a mental <laughs> illness. But it's... A medical thing that yeah. there's, you know, things that are misfiring in your brain or your brain chemicals are not, you know, where they should be to keep your brain from doing strange things. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I I always like to be informed on what's going on in my, my body so that I can make wise choices, uh, you know, in food and exercise.
0: Yeah. And, and I think it was also... You know, dealing with doctors, because you can't get away from that, unfortunately, but it really, unfortunately, uh, really helped your discernment with what doctors are saying versus what was going on in you and like knowing your body and trusting that.
1: Right. And in the beginning, I was very insecure. And, you know, you you were kind of made to think the doctors knew everything and they don't. Yeah. 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 Just one. I don't know how long you want this to go, but just one more thing with my gut. Um after I had immunotherapy um 2022 due to a melanoma um messed up my gut. And so I went to Nebraska medicine and saw a nutritionist
0: and saw I know it's so loud <laughs> out there. Saw a GI doctor.
1: Okay. And all they wanted to do was give me
0: citrus cell and put me on a pill. And I, you know, I kept asking, well, you know. This is a, new, like, I do remember you telling me this. I was like, this is, while well, a nutritionist. Was it not a registered dietitian, but yeah. a nutritionist?
1: Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, they're they work with the doctor. I mean... The doctor will refer you to them, a registered dietitian nutritionist. Yes, she has a degree. Okay. She's, yeah. So this
0: person is telling you?
1: Metamucil, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> but, or Citrusel. And I'm like, can we look at the ingredients, you know, on that, you know, and, and as, you know, food coloring, maltodextrin, and just all this stuff. And I said, I'm not going to, I don't want to, I'm not taking that, you know. Yeah. Um, and then the, the pill that they wanted me to take, um, costs five hundred dollars a month,
0: and uh, it just blows my mind that like a registered dietitian is like trying to like prescribe, essentially, something that isn't just like a food.
1: Or I, I wanted her to help me with my diet. Yeah. Because I was having colitis, which you know what colitis is. Kinda. It's basically extreme diarrhea, like all okay. the time. Everything you eat is
0: just coming out of you. Your body oh my, has. Kind of sounds like what I went through. For yeah. When I got. Um, Salmonella poisoning. Yeah. Or food This was like... Yeah. Mine lasted a couple weeks, like several weeks. Like since. And mine
1: lasted from March till about September, October. Okay. November. So long, a yeah. long time. But, um, and it was due to the immunotherapy. So after I got done with the colitis, my body swung into um, IBSC which is constipation. So the opposite. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What the hell? (laughs) So it's, you know, help me with this, you know. And anyway, and I can't say all GI doctors are like that, but just the two that I encountered were not very helpful as far as, you know, I felt like I knew more than they did. Mm -hmm. And that was very frustrating. Well,
0: plus you know your body better than them. I, I do. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I kind of ditched that and, um, just kind of went on this journey of, um, going to see my PCP who is very holistic, very, uh, nutrition oriented, um, wants to use natural remedies rather than big pharma. And I'm already on medication, which I don't want to be on, yeah. you know, I'm on the, re- the, the more the merrier, <laughs> I'm on the, you know, I yeah. take like three medications, that I have to take, and I don't really want to have to take any more, you know.
0: Right, that's so that's ideal. Yeah.
1: yeah. But anyway, through just kind of trial and error and what were you trying? I was trying a lot of herbal, um, say, laxatives or whatever. Um, and first of all, when I had colitis, the FODMAP diet is like, what ended up helping me. It's, what is that? Um, I don't know how to describe it. It's it's a sugar that is in food. It's called a fru- fructose mm-hmm. something, and uh, your body can't digest that, and it can give you more diarrhea. And somebody on this podcast probably is going to say she's not saying this correctly. <laughs> I don't know
0: because <laughs> okay. I'm not. Uh, you know, was that know that, say that bowl of like sugar that I was accidentally eating when I was there visiting? Real. Yeah. I don't know. Because no. I was putting something in my coffee, and I'm like, why do I feel so weird? No. <laughs> oh, that was I mean,
1: else. I don't know what that was. Sorry. Okay, I'm keep sorry.
0: going. Yeah. So anyway, this?
1: So it's just um, foods that don't irritate your gut. They can slow down without having to just... What I was eating when I had colitis was cornflakes, bread, rice, you know, nothing yeah. with health benefits at all i mean nutritional value yeah Yeah. it's just
0: easy to digest
1: yeah 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 and wouldn't irritate my tummy as much but you know it kept going so long that it's like i got it i need i need nutrients you know so it's f-o-d-m-a-p fodmap and you know i got a cookbook and i started eating it and actually they prescribed they said you need fiber Mm-hmm. But a certain type of fiber, was it's different. I can't remember. No,
0: what were you cooking with that diet? This is
1: a while ago. Um, I can't. I can't even remember. Really? Yeah. Okay. It was um, some meats, and uh, it wasn't fish though, because fish was very fatty. So it had to be, I think, like chicken, like lean stuff. Yeah. Okay. Chicken, turkey, um, and then they did have you eating some vegetables but not in the cabbage family yeah you know so I mean there was there was vegetables there was um and they still had you eating rice things like that but adding in some protein and some some
0: vegetables so that helped you through that the colitis, colitis okay. yeah
1: and they did have me just to tried to zap, but they put me on a a steroid, you Uh know, but it was low dose. I told them I'm not taking anything major. So it took me a while to get over the colitis, but, um, yeah. And then the constipation, um, it's been a, you know, You're still on that journey, journey, uh, basically. Well, I did find exactly what works for me. And I don't even know if a lot of people know about this, but there's something. What? Right behind there, you see that bag with the green clip? Do you want me to get it? What's underneath it? I want to show everybody. What,
0: okay. what
1: exactly I take? Oh, this is yeah. honey. Yeah, it's or... not honey. Yeah,
0: yacon. It's
1: um, it's called yacon syrup. It's organic. Can you... <laughs> uh, this is not an ad. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Uh, I get it off of Amazon. So why... This is like ten dollars. This is a liquid form of inulin. And if what anybody knows what inulin is, it's uh, kind of a stimulator. A lot of chocolate will have inulin in it. A lot of diet foods will have inulin in it because it is sweet. Yeah. And it um, it stimulates your bowels uh, to...
0: Oh, okay. Um, so it's like... It, it's the, a lot for diabetics. They, the, yeah, they the back it. of it says, due to its high content of this very long word, mm-hmm. <laughs> which does not increase blood glucose, and it's considered a prebiotic. Right.
1: Wow. Yeah. Okay. But it does
0: stimulate your bowels. Okay. Yeah.
1: And... Um, we talk a lot about BMs yeah.
0: <laughs> with, uh,
1: with this. Yeah. Because it's so important. It is. And yeah. I... and. Ooh, I had just gotten my cholesterol I just told you this I got my cholesterol checked in it was super high like the thousands and, right yeah, yeah. and, and um, she said I'm concerned that your constipation oh God, is, not, uh, yeah, it was, is not is uh, not excreting naturally the cholesterol from your body it mm-hmm. can, and it can build up if you don't have good elimination so um, but I've, I've been taking this for a while this doesn't for me didn't work right away no it didn't work the best by itself Okay. So I started taking with it something called Swiss Chris. It's like Swiss S I S W I S S. Brain, brain fart. fart. Yeah. Swiss Chris K R I S S. I got that one. Okay. Yeah. And it's um, very cheap. Yeah. You can get it at most you know, food stores. And what is it though? It's Sienna. What's that? You don't know what Sienna is? Okay, no. it's, um It also is a stimulant laxative. Is this uh, like a powder form? It can be form? very... No, it's a, it's a green... looks like a green herbal pill. Okay. That's what i Yeah, doing. and it has other herbs in it, but um, the main thing in it is the Sienna leaf. Okay. However, they, they make these pills in extremely low doses. I've taken Sienna before and had... Like, in the middle of the night, it hit. I took it, you know, in the yeah, afternoon. It all of to a sudden, the potty? No. I oh. mean, I was cramping oh. so bad. It was almost like labor pains. It was cramping so bad. I would hurt. I felt like I was going to pass out. I mean, it was ridiculous. I thought, I'm never taking Sienna ever again in my life. <laughs> but I did take two doses because I was so constipated at the time. So I kind of didn't want to take the Swiss Cris. And I tried a few other herbal things; didn't work. And so the the ratings on it were very good. Okay. So I thought, okay, I'm just going to give it a shot. It's like thirteen dollars, you know, for the bottle. And yeah, and it's a little little pill, little herbal pill. So it's all green, and you know, um, and I can take like eight a child's dose Mm
0: -hmm.
1: with this, and
0: I will. Every day. It's like the magic elixir yeah, for you. <laughs> it
1: is. It is. And then I do, I have changed my diet into eating just more. I eat fish and eggs. I can't eat. Um, the meat. I can't eat the meats. It's, it's too hard on your yeah, gut. Yeah, well, they're, they can be very. Um, so your are pescatarian. Slow your, yeah. It yeah. can slow your digestion down. Oh, okay. And just, you know, and I get backed up from eating red meat, chicken. Maybe a little bit, but you know, chicken and turkey. I just try to keep it simple—just fish and, and eggs. Yeah. So, lunchtime I'll be having my eggs. I know I'm getting. I hungry. mean, my fish. Is this
0: like something like it's like a honey almost? You could describe it's it. It's almost a molasses honey. Okay. You just like put a spoonful of it in your mouth. Just test it. Oh. A teaspoon. Oh, that's nice.
1: Yeah, that would be good in like a tea. But if you already have diarrhea oh. or you
0: don't want, don't want. Well, I have already this. have a regular BM okay. schedule. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't need it.
1: But a lot of people have diabetes use that to sweeten. That's
0: wild. That's really yeah.
1: cool. So it it's good to uh, use instead of honey. But there is a side effect of. Right. <laughs> Just be careful. Going to it. the restroom. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> like, but if you look in a lot of foods, it they have inulin in them. I've never heard of that. Yeah, I mean, if you look at a, a sugar free chocolate bar, yeah. it has inulin in it. Oh. They use it to sweeten. Okay, mm-hmm. which is because it has a very low glycemic index okay. to it.
0: Yeah. And it's low in calories? Yeah, for... seven. Seven, seven calories, calories, calories.
1: For a teaspoon? Mm-hmm. Uh, the more you oh, oh, wait a minute. Do you want me to look at it? It says 10. 10 calories. The last, okay. <laughs> it went up. Really? Hmm. The last bottle said seven. Better check those ingredients. I know. <laughs> but maybe they just changed their formula. I don't know. So, you know, there's a lot we didn't talk about just far as cancer and stuff like that. But
0: it's... Um, what about it?
1: I know, but I, how long can you go?
0: As long as I want. I do what I want here. Do this you? This is mine. My girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I could show you mine, but... Um, yeah, mom. Yeah. Ma- <laughs> <laughs> I do you gotta say this? Why? Why? <laughs> I get my my um, physique, I guess, from well, you, you get some of your muscle. I know the Bundy yeah. side is very muscular, yeah. But um, I remember you arm wrestling the boys when they were <laughs> younger.
1: <laughs> I used to arm wrestle guys in college. You know, I'm like, come on, baby. <laughs> I didn't always win, but yeah. sometimes with the little the little uh, Cambodian guys I would. You have a
0: chance little shrimps yeah <laughs> yeah that was funny um okay now talk about the cancer um I had <coughs>
1: you should show them a picture of this when I oh
0: after every time was, I tell somebody to not that's not wearing sunscreen or something I show them a picture of your face the one where <laughs> when you had, had the scar the surgery
1: after yeah. all stitches uh-huh. okay uh well I had a spot here on my face Just on your on my cheek, cheek yeah thing. Since I mean... For like 25 years. forever. Yeah. yeah, you know, and I'd get it burned off, you know, a dermatologist would look at it. Was it was like very light, too. Like it was like, light, but then it <clears throat> would get dark, and then they'd burn it off, and yeah. it'd get light again, and um, I'd had a lot of basal cell... Um,
0: Little things you'd just get yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, you know.
1: that were not very deep, you know, and mm-hmm. they, would, they would take them off and cut them off, whatever. But I did not have a clue... I went into the dermatologist after, you know, just to get my normal. I think I was in there to get something else done. I can't remember what. Probably something like Botox or something. (laughs) I don't know. Full disclosure. Yeah. (laughs) And um, she said, Oh, look at that spot on your face. This was a new dermatologist because I needed to switch from my other dermatologist because we had moved. And she said, Gosh, we need to take a sample of that. And I'm like, you don't need to take a sample of it. It's been there for, like, almost 30 years. Plus, this is my face. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's been there so long, I know it's not anything. And um, But I did, I had noticed uh, that it had gotten a little darker. Okay. We'd gone to Florida. Yeah. We were on vacation in Florida, and I was wearing sunscreen and everything, but, you know, probably got, I thought maybe I got a little too much sun, made it a little bit darker, so. Like I was, a tan almost,
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: No, it was a little bit darker than that. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was in the middle. It was looking deep brown. Oh. But it wasn't black. Like, you know, they tell you it's going to be black or something. So I didn't think anything of it because I'd been putting um, concealer over it for so long. (laughs) And uh, they called me the next day and they said it is, it's melanoma. And, you know, we're going to have to. It hadn't gone very deep though.
0: As far as they could tell.
1: Yeah. They said it doesn't look like it's where they're going to take, you know, I mean, that much skin underneath it or tissue underneath yeah. it, you know. She said it's very, very surfacy. Okay. But, so I'm thinking, oh, they're just going to scrape that. You know, I, I had to go to a special surgeon and um, he removed the spot and I'm thinking they're scraping it. Right.
0: Like a, like butter. Just like, yeah, just scrape that,
1: off. you know. And I, you know, and I didn't look at it. They just put a big bandage Were on my you face under anesthesia when no. they did that. Well, no, just it was no. Oh. My cheek was completely numb, though. I mean, deep. Yeah. Okay. Instead, they yeah. tore your face apart. Yeah. So what? I, then after I did that, about a week later, I could go see the reconstruction surgeon, I thought, gosh, I need a reconstruction surgeon, you know, or yeah. physical or what do you call them? Plastic surgeon. So I did. And, um, literally I thought the scar was just going to be like, you know, that big. Yeah. But when I came I out of like surgery, size,
0: yeah, <laughs> it looked like a bear had gotten a yeah, hold I of your know. face.
1: They, the scar went from the, this, ear, the ear, bottom of this ear, all the way up here, all the way across down to your and chin then and all cheek, all the way down here to your yeah. jaw. Yeah. And uh, my husband... <laughs> yeah. Like, boy. So basically what they did is this... they A big hole in my cheek. Because they had to do the Mose system, which is you keep taking tissue until you hit oh. clean tissue. Oh. So there must have been a lot of surface tissue that they had to take because the spot on my cheek that they took was quite large.
0: So it was a lot deeper.
1: Yeah, and, well, I mean, it wasn't like where I could feel it yeah. on the inside but of my mouth but they had to take skin from my neck and wrap it up over my face from like half a facelift kind of but yeah, yeah the wrong way the wrong way like <laughs> yeah. a backwards facelift. so the scar is like right there everybody yeah. can see it And that was, uh, I never really, I guess it didn't really bother me that much. I mean, I'm older, so it's not like, oh, my face. There were times where I was like, oh, gosh, I just don't feel pretty anymore. You know, it was, you know, kids would stare at me. and (laughs) So you get this feeling of having, you know, you just start relating to people who have had traumatic things happen to them. Like they don't have a leg, they don't have an arm, their face has been distorted, you know, and people kind of looking at you and stuff. God, that is
0: so loud, people. I think it's those motorcycles. And yeah, they have their music really loud. Yeah, I keep That's thinking you're so listening loud.
1: to that music.
0: I'm like, yeah, mom. Yeah, the devil's new,
1: music. New, new Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, it was uh, it was a long process of healing from that,
0: and you got it redone a little bit. So oh, I've like,
1: gotten like yeah. three reconstruction reconstruction surgeries after I had the first one, and then. Um, I had filler. <laughs> <The> music. <laughs> this is not It's a good song.
0: Yeah. It is. Genuine, I think. No. No, this is a different one. Yeah. <laughs> I telling just, the it's story. Just need the light to change here. You know, but, I know.
1: It's uh, Just keep talking yeah, okay. over it. <laughs> um, but I had to... Uh, I mean, it's my choice, I guess. I wanted... It was flapping over. It, the scar right here was so noticeable... This wasn't too bad. The back part, yeah. Um, but, by but your cheek Yeah, and your it cheek was strong. just really indented here, yeah. and it, it made this south of my face look like it was... Drooping down. Drooping, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, because you had to look at me. I don't have to look at me, but everybody else does. <laughs> so I got some filler put in right here, and I tried...
0: Doggone it, you people. <laughs> Drive away. He's driving away.
1: I had this is the I don't think I told you about this. Maybe I did. What I had something called a a threading. You heard of threading? Oh, is it the collagen little things? Yeah, they they they, collagen, right? It's collagen, but they're strips of like suture strips with little things on them that little prongs on them, and then they they go in through an entry point and then they pull the skin with the suture and then oh. you know kind of pull it back so
0: it's less invasive.
1: Yeah, oh yeah. Okay. But it has collagen on it. Okay. So after the threads are gone, you you have collagen in there. And it's a little expensive, but um, I did it on this side and it helped. It okay. it helped to make it look more like this side. But they had to redo this side. <laughs> Right after this side, because we'd pulled this up, so then they kind of look symmetrical. very, very small this little lift just right here to, you know, yeah, make it look symmetrical. And I had to ask for that. This is what I think is really strange. What? When a woman has a boob job. Yeah. Men do everything to make sure that boob looks just like the other one. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. They'll pay for the whole thing. Reconstruction, the nipple, you know, tattooing, yeah. yeah. We want it to look real good. But your face, no. They just tore you up. (laughs) They won't pay for, I mean, they paid for the reconstruction. Oh, for insurance. Yeah, insurance. Oh, they'll pay for the other thing, but, you know.
0: That is odd. It is
1: odd. I even asked my plastic surgeon, I said, so why do you, you know. Why is it like this? Yeah, why do we have to fight for, you know, reconstruction? and, And, you know, they won't pay for fillers, yeah. That's you just have to do that if you want to look normal. <laughs> I mean, you know, it seems kind of. What strange. was his answer? He just laughed. <laughs> he's really anyway. No, he's a real nice guy. No, I've I've known him for a while. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah. I've I've gotten Sculptra in my face, which I like, for a long time, and he's he's done that. It's not a filler; it's just a college, college collagen stimulator. Okay. And so I, you know, I do that. That's my. My spa treatment. <laughs> I don't do my nails. Don't get pedicures. Don't do massages. I'm not a girly girl, but I do get a little. You're not a girly girl. Well, you know what I mean. Like, not I the don't. Stereotypical girly girl. Yeah. We're, oh yeah, let's go do our
0: nails. You're in your pedicure. sweatpants era. I, I am.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is my old lady clothes. No, that's okay. Wow. Yeah. Well. <laughs> hey, it's popular now. It is, actually. Yeah. 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 So I got some my cute little... Cloud. Little track suits. Yeah. Your cloud yeah. shoes. And I've always been athletic, so. Yeah. You know, I love to be active. Good. Yeah. Thanks for talking to me, mommy. Sure, sweetheart. My beautiful daughter.
0: <laughs> My beautiful <Okay>. daughter. <laughs> yes. Um, I do want to ask, like, off of everything that we talked about, the advice you like, what would you tell people when it comes to, whether it's dealing with, like, their mental health or um, dealing with doctors? Like, <clears throat> what's the wisdom, I guess, you would impart?
1: Well, my first... This is this is me, because I could not live without having a connection with Jesus.
0: I, I couldn't. I feel I would like you be... would have been a horrible mother well I don't know oh, okay, horrible. that's horrible that's extreme but like yeah you had you know God in your life so like raising us I feel like it would have been a much different experience
1: it could have I I don't I've, I've known the Lord since I don't you know maybe five, six, seven, and I just fell in love with him he pursued me I gave him my life and because I was so introverted and I wasn't I wasn't a partier, you know. I, I didn't want to do that stuff. I just, and I'm, you know, I'm not saying other people can't. It's just, I, I'm an introvert. I like to be home, yeah. you know. And so I would read my Bible. I'd, I had a memory of scripture, you know. I mean, it was just who I was. And, and um, I'm very thankful that he led me into a relationship with him. At a very young age, because of all the problems that I was going to have, I would have been lost. Yeah. I mean, it would have been a heavy burden for me to carry by myself. And um, so you can, you know, you can you can do, be proactive with your health, you know, make sure you're, we've got the Internet now. I didn't have that.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, computers were not as available and, you um, know. Nineteen ninety-three, yeah. two thousand six, even you know, I didn't
0: didn't have and like yeah. Luckily, this kind of stuff is a lot more well yeah, known in research. There's a lot more information
1: common. on yeah. the internet now about um, you know studies that are released on stuff, and I read those. Um, yeah, a lot of people have podcasts and, yeah. and things like that that you can. Uh, and, and then, think, sorry. Go oh, and just available supplements. Yeah, I mean, there's more supplements on the market now you have to be careful make sure you read all the ingredients no maltodextrin no food coloring you know they stick those things in there yeah. and they're so hard on your gut and in there whatever but um so just be mindful of what you're putting in your body and um and if you have yeah. any issues i mean find a doctor that you can relate with and, you know, yeah. like, you could sit down and have a conversation with, besides your health, Yeah. that they're relatable. Because I found the ones that are just like, this is what you need to do.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't work well with that, those type of people. Um, yeah, so usually I back off. And that that was what Ann Hoffer was. She was like, no, you are bipolar. You know, I'm, I'm sitting here arguing with, you know, Anyway, <laughs> I know me better than you know me.
0: Yeah.
1: And, um, and I was at that point able to do that because I had gone through that experience before. But, um,
0: yeah, I would. And standing, like I mentioned earlier, I guess in a way standing up for yourself and, like, just trusting yourself that you know that what somebody might be telling you isn't for you mm-hmm. and just learning about your body mm-hmm. and um, paying, attention, paying attention to it and being self-aware. Because yeah, right. a lot of people just don't, you know. They're just like... Right. We'll go and do what the doctor says or ignore a, a body signal like pain or mm-hmm. a, a bad gut, you know, mm-hmm. irregular BMs, you know, yeah. or irregular period even. Yeah. Like, people just ignore it. I mean,
1: our bodies are so intricate. There's really, in yeah. you know, as much as people say we were from apes, I'm sorry we're not from apes, you know. there's <laughs> <laughs> We are fearfully and wonderfully made in yeah. the image of God. And um, there's just when there's no end to you know, medical science doesn't even know everything no. about the body no they just don't and so when you're connected to the one who knows um i feel like i have guidance even though sometimes it takes a bit you know for me to go down the right thing the lord has always been faithful to lead me and guide me into that path and um So then I ended up having melanoma again.
0: On your leg? On my leg.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't put my... I forgot. I have to put put a a A compression sleeve sleeve on this leg. I've had five operations on my right leg. I had melanoma twice on this leg. Uh, The first one was just a mole, and the second one was more of a tumor. Um, so I have to have PET scans a couple times a year, uh, MRIs, ultrasounds, you know, that kind of stuff. But that was in 2022. Last year, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's when I did immunotherapy and uh, all that. But, um, yeah, just trusting the Lord through that, not...
0: Would you say, especially, like, during, like, the the worst times, like, when you went through the worst of it, like... Is kind of a miracle that you're still alive.
1: Yeah, yeah, I do think so. I
0: mean, it sounds I, extreme, but I, like I, I just kind of hearing it, or <laughs> you know, hearing like the stuff and like, uh, because if you had listened to the doctors and done everything, like oh, I yeah. honestly don't think he'd be yeah, here. Right,
1: right. I mean, there's there's probably a few times that I probably could have ended my life myself. Mommy. I mean because when you don't sleep seriously, when oh, you yeah, don't that sleep makes you manic. for weeks. I'm I just I look back and I think, How Lord, did you get me through that? Because uh, you know, that's just very yeah. Yeah, that's what people used to torture people with, you know? Yeah, a lack of sleep sleep deprivation. Yeah. yeah. And um, oh, I cannot yeah, so know. I'm very particular
0: about my sleep i am too yeah uh, that's why i'm grumpy if i'm woken up too early mm-hmm. yeah <laughs>
1: it's not the same but... I try to keep my bedtime pretty consistent and you know i, I take other things to take magnesium yeah mag- Me too. magnesium yeah. glycinate and then i use melatonin uh because i found out what little point here if you are on um antidepressants, anti-anxiety medication like Lexapro or Zoloft or whatever, they can deplete your body of magnesium and melatonin. Oh. So, and vitamin B. And people need to take magnesium regardless. Right. Yeah. And vitamin B. Yeah. So the three things that I take, probably the most of, is magnesium, vitamin B12, and then um, melatonin. That's a good thing to know, like... Because melatonin in itself is a super antioxidant. Yeah. And it can help your body fight a lot of cancers, a lot of, you know, things like that. B2, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. That's why I take, you know, some people take, during COVID, you will never know this, but their yeah. first line of protocol was to give someone melatonin. Yeah. Because it is a super antioxidant and it would help the patient sleep. So
0: and I, it protected your brain. It, I remember well, when I got yeah. covid and then I'd finally taken the liquid melatonin, which is yeah. better. Yeah, it was literally night and day. I took it the next day. I woke up; it was perfect. I was like, yeah. the, my brain was finally yeah. clear of the fog. It was wild how yeah. quick that worked. So I take it every night yeah. now I can't
1: sleep without it. Or you know, you don't get as deep of a sleep. I'm looking yeah. for deep sleep here, yeah. you know. And um, yeah, so yeah, melatonin is some people take like just three milligrams at first this is just a word of advice do not take the tablet I mean David went out and got me melatonin because I needed it like you know I found out oh I need melatonin you know and uh the doctor actually prescribed it said you know add a little bit of melatonin in there and he got me a Walgreens (laughs) brand and he means well. He dull. Does, you know. And I'm, I'm like, okay, let's, let's try it. You know, I didn't, I didn't look at the ingredients, and popped one in my mouth, couple in my mouth, and I, I laid down and I started falling asleep, and I started having very violent images that you weren't dreaming. It was kind of between sleep and okay, you were lucid. Yeah, yeah, and he, it was just like I saw the face of this man. And then he shot himself in the head. I mean, I don't dream of stuff like that. That was very violent and some other violent... And I'm like, what is in this? I mean, there's something I've never... You know, it was, like I said, between the time when you fall asleep and when you go into a deep sleep. So you're kind of awake, but yet you're not awake. And um, so in the morning, I look at the ingredients. Formaldehyde (gasps) was in that pill. I mean, and some other things I don't remember, but so my husband... The loving man that he is, found me a liquid melatonin, Solray or Solgar—I can't remember—and that's. I won't take a a pill. I mean, I'm sure there's good pills out there, but I like I like the yeah I like the liquid. You can, you know, sometimes I take a little bit more than ten milligrams. Sometimes I take ten, but I take a lot more than most people, just because my body is depleted
0: in it and I need it. And you don't produce it yourself. Your body doesn't? Yours?
1: Oh, no. Well, it does, but because I'm on the medications I'm on, it's depleted. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but there's certain foods that can help produce, you know, like cherries. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you talking about that. Yeah. Cherries, cherry juice, um, meat, obviously, you know, things like that. But And then because I'm on a kind of a vegan diet... You Know, I'm not eating as much meat, yeah, yeah, but anyway, so that's kind of where I'm at now.
0: I'm glad you're here yeah, with me. Know, God see. said, Not yet, Sally. Yeah. You're not just, <laughs> <laughs> and it's
1: so it's good, you know, it's good. And the Lord said, In this world, you're gonna have trials and tribulations, but take heart, I have overcome the world, and um since he overcame that makes me an overcomer um, amen yeah <laughs> amen. what you're funny what? <laughs> amen amen. <laughs> amen hallelujah um
0: no. okay yeah well thank you mommy i love you i love
1: you thanks for yeah. talking yeah i hope it helps someone
0: that's the goal mm-hmm. but um
1: anyway all right
0: Toodaloo. say
1: bye to the people to yeah say bye
0: oh <laughs> okay no wait. nails yeah that's okay <laughs> bye bye-bye thanks for listening to the ffp alignment podcast please support us by downloading rating and recommending us to your friends and family be sure to check us out on instagram at the fit project that's f-i-t-f-e-m-m-e Project. And for those of you looking to find their essential balance of lifestyle and fitness, book a free consult by going to the fitfemproject.com. That's f-i-t-f-e-m-m-e-project.com and click apply now. Until next time, this is the Fitfem Project Alignment Podcast.